Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. September 13, 2023. You're listening to a Wacky Wednesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Sports Radio, 96.1, 14.50 a.m. Good morning. Hope you're having a great start. It is feels like fall outside this morning. Chilly, foggy, feels good. It was a windows open last night, sort of night. I'm TJ Walker, joined by Nick Roush and our producer extraordinaire, Justin Kalen. Justin, was it a windows down kind of night for you? I imagine it had to be. Uh, windows up, you mean? Yes, it was definitely a windows up type of night. Um, although, no, windows down. I thought you liked having the windows down on a nice cool night. My windows go up, so I'm confused. You I put the windows down on the car, but at the house, the windows The are windows up. go up, yes. Oh, I gotcha, yes. sure. Okay, yeah. Okay. So no, I, I did do windows up last night. Um, although this morning it was it was one of those mornings it was hard to get out of bed because it was so cold in the room. So I admittedly had the window a little too far open last night. So I was freezing waking up this morning, and I kind of I woke up yesterday with kind of a sore throat. It was one of those things though that I was hoping would go away throughout the day. That didn't really happen. Um, then I wake up this morning and I still have a sore throat. I've got about a million pounds of snot in my nose, so not sure what's going on, but it seems like I've picked up a sickness somewhere along the way this week. Well, that's a bummer. Hope you feel better. Have you been taking your allergy pills, Scoots? No, but this doesn't feel like an allergy type of situation. This feels like some sort of actual sickness. I mean, maybe I should hop on the allergy pills just in case, but... I mean, the the seasons are changing, so can't hurt. I'll be honest. Yeah, that, that was like me on, on Friday. But uh, yeah, no, 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 feel better. Uh, seasons are changing. Roush is right about that. Roush, how are you? I know that uh, you, you were dealing with something yesterday. Uh, I, I was? I don't, I don't know. Uh, just, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're rocking. We're rolling. Um, the, ca- the car, like, I, it was one of those where we're trying to. Um, you know, you, you're trying to get a bunch of stuff done around the house. I felt very accomplished. And then uh, go to meet Steven to go to Lexington earlier than normal. And uh, when I back out, like, the car stops. It's like, wait, what? 
Did I not push the button? What's going on here? And it's like, oh man, something's wrong with the car. But it is like, okay, well, I got it moving. It's good for now. Yeah, I, I can I can get out to meet Steven. I'll be good. And then we'll we'll address this when we get back. We'll figure it out. And then I just completely forgot about it. Get back to my car at like, you know, 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. And then have that realization as soon as I turn it on, like, oh, oh, come on, get me home. Like, don't, don't fail me now. Just get me home. Do not want to, oh, please get me home. Uh, we did get home, uh, but we're going to have to figure out what the hell is wrong with it. I don't know anything about cars at all. Um, I'm, it feels like it's a belt. I haven't, I haven't gotten any belts changed. So let's hope that it's that, but I, I, TJ, that's one of those things where, like, I have a mechanic that I can go to that is, like, my guy, and he'll straight shoot me whenever. But, like, if if it, if they if he told me that, like, I need a new engine, I trust this guy. Like, I just – I have no idea what's going on underneath the hood of my car. Absolutely no idea. Yeah, I think, I think the average American has no idea, truthfully. They may, like, say that they do. I think most really don't have a clue. Were you just speaking in like generics or do you actually need a new engine? No, I was speaking in generics. I think it's just new belts. Um, like I, I have a rough guess because I've also driven cars. Like there was a, a car with a leaky radiator where I would have to, you know, like fill it up with water and coolant every so often. So like I have some general sense of things, but like, uh, yeah. I mean, anytime I jump a car, it gets in my head like, hell, does positive go on negative? Like, which one goes first? Like, I don't want to electrocute myself. I always have to Google it because I'm just terrified that I'm going to get it wrong. Yeah, that, that does seem pretty terrifying. I hope it all gets figured out, though. Not not fun to have to deal with that stuff either. So, yeah, um, I, I'm thinking if there's anything not great going on, everything's fine with me. Good. Yeah. So at least one out of three, everything, no, no major issues that I can think of, at least off the top of my head. I'm sure there probably are some. It's going to be a beautiful weather day, if that makes both of you all feel any better. See, I feel fine. That, that's the thing with me is I, you said you hope I feel better. I don't, I don't feel bad. I just, I don't know. Something's clearly Wait. wrong. Well, most people, when they say that they feel like a, a sickness or a cold or is coming on, doesn't mean that they, they do feel fine. But that's then good. Then I, I take away... My warm wishes for you. I hope that you continue just to feel totally normal and no change whatsoever. Apologies for saying that you felt sick after you said that you felt like you were sick. I do feel like I'm sick, but I don't need your warm wishes. Thanks anyways. Man, you're a weirdo, buddy. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Yeah, definitely feel like something's coming on. Oh, well, feel better, buddy. I, I, I never said I feel bad. Hey, I, uh... I don't feel bad. Hey, I did have a good Tuesday, though, because I feel like I potentially met my sugar mama yesterday on a, on complete accident. Well, this is big news. This, this See, is big you news. Get some, you get some bad luck. You don't feel well. Boom. Good luck. You meet the woman of your dreams. So I get a text yesterday, uh, probably about midday, and it says, hey, Anna, are you going to come play tennis tomorrow? And I never really get these random text messages from strangers. Um, so I, I figured I'd have some fun with it, texted back. And I was like, ah, I'm more of a golf guy myself. And then me and this lady literally talked all day long yesterday. <laughs> She's lives in LA. 
Um, she owns her own business. She's from Belarus, and she's my age. So, yeah, b- kind of a big deal. Man, it, it <laughs> certainly sounds like a scam, almost. No, no. From Belarus? Yeah. That's a... That that's something. She uh, immigrated here in 2017. Huh? Yeah. Not, still hasn't really figured out the American phone numbers. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, and that was funny because so I actually I ended up texting her back and I was like, "Hey, good luck finding Anna. Hope hope y'all can get enough players to play." And I didn't know where the area code was from at the time, so I was like, "Should be a beautiful day for some tennis." And then she responds back, like, you seem like a nice person. I feel like I should introduce myself. And then, yeah, we just literally proceeded to text all day yesterday. So that was fun. Never have talked to a stranger via text. So, yeah, I had a good time yesterday. Well, Well, in tennis, you only need need two people. (laughs) Right. Yes, I'm I'm aware. (laughs) I didn't realize that tennis was such a popular sport among old people. Like, that – I've – I, I, I just turn it into pickleball now. I know, yeah. but I like even like adults in tennis leagues. I just didn't know a thing. I've never seen a place where a tennis league could happen. I just always see empty tennis courts at like the park. So it's, it shocks me that like adults have leagues where they play tennis together. Cause I've just never seen him. I guess that's the Dixie highway in me. Um, not, not a whole lot of tennis courts out there. So you all may be wondering how I know she's my sugar mama. Um, she sent a text. One of her initial texts was, oh, I'm sorry. I guess my assistant gave me the wrong number. Ooh. So she's got an assistant. This, wow. This is, this is big time. A couple of different things. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rush, I know of a couple of tennis centers in Louisville, but it really does seem like more and more you're seeing tennis courts converted to pickleball courts throughout the city of Louisville. And I know more and more, like my mom, she never in a million years wanted to play tennis, but she's, she's in on the pickleball. Um, although she's worried about pickleball being dangerous because a couple old people pedaling backwards have fallen over and cracked their head, which not Ooh. good, you know, no. like that, that is, that is scary, but you know, don't fall over. Be careful if you're pedaling backwards. Wear a helmet if you need to, I guess. That is probably going to be the thing. You're going to start seeing older people wear helmets and pickleball. And it's going to be kind of funny to look at. But if it's safe, then then I think people should should do it. But yeah, tennis going by the wayside. Pickleball definitely picking up a lot of steam. I'm still just processing this whole situation. It's very weird to me. You don't know. I mean, people text wrong numbers from time to time. That's something that does happen. But very rarely do you get a wrong number interaction that leads to an all-day text fest. Correct. It's a little strange. It's a little strange. (laughs) And was this just a blind date she was going to have with this tennis partner and the assistant gave her a number for a tennis partner and it ended up being incorrect? I just want to know how how my number got mixed into the equation, you know? like You were the wrong number. Yeah, but there's no way Anna's number is anywhere close to mine, you know? It, there, there most certainly is a way. It was funny, though. We So we looked up the area code after a while, and we found out that it was like L.A., Beverly Hills, that area. And this lady's name is Amy, and my boss looks at me and he goes, Dude, what if you're like talking to Amy Schumer and you're supposed to be Anna Kendrick or something? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty funny. I was like, that would be awesome. 
be one of the first funny things Amy Schumer's ever done. <laughs> Roasted. So how did it end? Uh, we, uh, I don't know that we did have any. Well, so we started talking about like investments and finances, which oh, I, I would a scam. Yeah. I mean, definitely a scam. No, yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping it didn't go down a road like that. But no, the, I don't I don't truly don't believe it was a scam because I, she never tried to sell me anything or anything. She was more of like a, just a positive influence. Like ever, not everything will be smooth sailing, but we can keep growing from the bumpy roads and like just a lot of phrases like that. So maybe it was a scam. I don't know. Maybe I'll reach back out today and be like, Hey, are you even real? You, are, yeah, are you I mean, a real no, person? like it, it definitely sounds like a scam. It, it, there, there's no other really way to spice it. So they were just using like, we got to see these text messages, Roush. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, I don't want do. it to be a scam though. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. Otherwise, <laughs> sleepless with scoots. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Wrong tech. Wrong the 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 unrated version could be the wrong tech sex. And then, you know, you all really hit it off. I'm kind of hoping, you know, first, when that first happened yesterday, I was like, man, what if this is like a catfish situation and like two, three months from now, I'll be on the TV show. It's like, that'd be a lot of fun. I've got some bad, I've got some bad news. It's canceled. No more catfish. Tyler, Tyler just tweeted in our buddy Tyler on Twitter. He said, scam, three buddies got the same text this weekend. No, I got to see it. I got to see it. Scoots, I would like <laughs> the second. Well, all right, here's is, another question: Was it was it green up. or was it blue? Uh, it is, I think, blue. Hang on, no, green. green. Oh God, that, that definitely a scam. I do love yeah. that. Like you know, we hear about this off the get go. We hear scam, and then you know, we talk about it for five minutes or whatnot, and you eventually get around to. Yeah, and then we're talking about investments, finances. It's like scoots. Yeah, like she, you know, this is the this is how they operate. They got to butter you up first. But yeah, I mean, admittedly, guys, you all, it, it's kind of like the whole DraftKings things. Maybe I'm in the wrong here. Maybe it is a scam. I, I just, oh, I didn't feel like that. The the DraftKings thing. That's that. Well, that's a whole another story for another day. No, you know, and it's your intuition and it's your gut instinct. It just the way you're describing it to me sounds like a scam. But like I said, I hope that it's not. Did she send you a picture of herself? Uh, no, I mean that's uh, uh, how much you, you talked. You talked about finances. I think it's just as likely she could have sent a picture over as you all talking about financial investments. Involuntarily sending a picture. Women don't do that. Are you kidding me? And I'm not going to be that creepy guy that's like, "Hey, wonder what you're looking like." Hit me I, with a pic. If I'm texting with the wrong number that ends up turning into a love connection, I would definitely at some point be like, hey, send me a pic with today's paper or- <laughs> so I know that you're real. We're waiting, on the, we're waiting on the love connection part. We got, we got to build up to the love connection part. The love connection part gonna, it's going to hit around the same time you, you hand over your banking information. <laughs> that will not happen. Those two things are going to coexist at the same time. No One will cause the other. Be careful, Scoots. I will, I will not give out any personal information. I, you know, even when she asked me my name, I was so close to just giving her a, a wrong name. But I was like, ah, she seems nice. I'll give her my real name. But that's all she's got. Your, your full name? No. Heck no. Just Justin. Yeah. Correct. No, no last name involved. Nope. No, no, I didn't even give her a middle name. She can suck it. There you go. What was her name again? Amy. 
Amy. Amy Schumer. Yeah, suck it, Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely Amy Schumer, not a bot <laughs> that's trying to get money from you. Roush, Scoots did double down on the DraftKings parlay wasn't a big deal talk. I didn't and he's double. he got a texture on the Thornton's text line that agrees with him with whatsoever. But he, he went on the Spears show, basically said that he doesn't see an issue with it. Although it's funny that he says he doesn't see an issue with it as he's describing the issues with it. So on a text message yesterday, he says, I'm kind of struggling to see the issue other than a bad title and trying to monetize off a tragedy. But boom. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that, that's that's enough. I wasn't doubling down on it on Spears. I just wanted to know his opinion on it. And then, so, for fun fact, Trevor's actually on my side as well, and he had a really funny line about it. He was like, everybody's just so sensitive. He was like, it's not like they called it the Twin Towers two-team parlay. That might have been a little worse. And I was like, okay, Trevor, yeah, that would probably have been worse. Th- thought that was pretty funny. Why, but, like, but why, why is that worse to never forget? I guess I don't have an answer to that. Isn't it referencing the exact same stuff? Yeah, but I mean, that's, I guess you're bringing up buildings that aren't there anymore. Maybe is why that one would be worse. I mean, in my mind, that one is definitely worse than never forget. When they say never forget, what do you think the never forget is? Don't, don't, I mean, don't forget that day. Don't forget all the people who lost their lives, all, et cetera, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, you could call it, yeah, regardless. Scooch, when you say, like, other than bad title and trying to monetize off tragedy, that's what I think people have an issue with. And I don't think anybody was, like, super worked up over. It was just like, ooh, not a great look. Well, Um, yeah, like, people people aren't trying to cancel them or anything. They just were kind of making fun of them and, like, what are you you doing? Yeah, like, ooh, that that intern's probably going to have a bad day. Well, and TJ, your text back to that about (laughs) Mrs. Lincoln kind of put things into perspective for me, so... Thanks, thanks for that. That helped out a little bit. Yeah, two hilarious texts on the radio group thread that just go unanswered for me. <laughs> uh, secondly, speaking of Trevor, he he, I, I I will say this. I need to probably make a correction regarding Trevor. Uh, when we were talking about his self awareness or lack thereof of self awareness, I do need I did need to add the caveat that like that is what's self imposed lack of self-awareness it really is a lack of caring for his lack of self-awareness an indifference if you will yes so it's not like he's just like you know an airhead um you could you could probably use a lot of words to describe trevor i really don't know if an airhead would be an appropriate one but it is like when you know when he's just making noises or he'll say something that a normal person a normal person that the that the majority of people wouldn't say in that situation that is him knowing that like hey i probably shouldn't say this oh well i'm just gonna say it anyways so i do need to add that caveat to our conversation about trevor it's not that he's just totally blatantly unself-aware it's just he doesn't really care um and that and that's true about trevor and i think we like that about him although what i don't like about him is he was talking about the show yesterday and mike was like oh you got the kentucky roll call and he was like, well, no, I didn't catch it. No, I didn't. I wasn't listening to it. But I did see that they were talking about me. And I got a couple tweets. He got one tweet. He was like, I got a couple tweets. So I figured I'd go back and listen to the podcast. He worked so hard to make sure that everybody knows that he didn't listen to Kentucky Roll Call. He went out of his way to catch the podcast. I thought that was an unnecessary cheap shot, Trevor. Wow. I'm coming after you for it. I don't think that's true, though. 
totally true. I mean, that is those are the exact words that he said. Yeah, but I, I don't. That just doesn't make it. I mean, that doesn't automatically make it true because he was texting me probably about two fifteen yesterday, and that's how we brought up the whole DraftKings thing. He was like, "Hey, by the way, you were totally right on the DraftKings thing," and he referenced a couple things that I had brought up yesterday. So I think he did listen. Well, I know, I know that he listened. I'm saying that he 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 just wanted to make it very clear that he didn't just listen to listen to his buddies talk radio. It's because he heard himself be talked about, so he went yes. back and listened to the okay. podcast. Yes, yes, yes. I, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. I don't know why this crossed my mind, but me and Trevor are very similar in that regard. If if I know that I'm going to be brought up and talked about, I'm going to listen to a show as well. That's just how I am, and I know Trevor's the exact same way. I think most folks are like that. Yeah, that may be pretty common, now that I mention it. Uh, Who that Caps fan tweets in and says, Scoots is going to have his bank account emptied or his kidney removed. It's a scam. She's grooming him. She will ask for a picture first, so he will ask for one, and it will be fake. So Who that Caps fan is laying out the scenario. The joke's really going to be on Amy, though, when she finds Scoots' bank account. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry about Jamie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, be careful, Scoots. I'm I'm gonna do a little more digging today. Now you all have got me super skeptical. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll have to poke a little bit today and be like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, the green the green dots are concerning, especially for this big LA star with an assistant. Well, she I mean, definitely would have. She definitely would have an iPhone. What? Well, I don't. I don't know. All kinds of people have androids now. Yeah, dorks. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. Just kidding. I don't really have it. I, I wish I could get off iPhone just because I don't want to like have every single one of my technology products be under Apple, but the alternative versus the iPhone right now. Not good enough competition out there, but someday probably. Someday I'll probably make the switch, but for now, I'm an iPhone guy, and so is Roush, and so are you, Scoots. Well, Scoots has an older version. What, year, what version is yours? Uh, six. Uh, they're coming out with 15. They announced 15 and you're on six. That's impressive. Yeah, I I appreciate that, Scoots. (laughs) I like like that a lot. I'm going to try to hold out to my 10-year mark. We believe in you. (laughs) We, uh, speaking of good news, we got good news regarding UK football. We're going to take our first break. We're going to come back. We're going to tell you about that. And still in a holding pattern with UK basketball. We'll detail the latest there. We'll get text into the Thornton's text line. Stop in the Thornton's day. Get your day started right. 89 cents, 32-ounce soft drinks, fresh fruit, donuts, breakfast sandwiches. They have it all. Check out a Thornton's today to get your day off on the right foot. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Export Radio. Update. Roll Call. Be right back. You want to be with me? Baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. See, the thing is, you guys look at me, you see the backwards hat, the uh, gray socks, the funky outfit, and you say, now this guy's a chump, am I right? No. What you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard it's work making something this pretty look like a chump or a geek. <laughs>
Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, on your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you listening. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We're going to turn it over to Nick Roush right now. What do you think about the Mexican UFO hearing last night, Nick Roush? Uh, They looked like concrete statues. It was very bizarre, but I did see images of the uh, purported mummies that were presented to the mexican congress and yeah uh, at least the the thing that um the thing that i saw it looked like just like are we a carving of et it was very very bizarre very strange they had more than just the stone though they did okay i only saw the one picture yeah they, they had a bunch of different things uh they had like skeletons as well and just non-human bodies so ufos if you've listened to kentucky roll call or really probably any radio show over the last six months ufos are hot in the streets right now hot in the skies very People hot. Are talking about them it's been that way for probably over a year now but it's just only heated up and now you've got our government talking about it and you've got whistleblowers saying the government has bodies and vehicles and all this sort of stuff so the, the alien talk is spreading across the world like wildfire. And Mexico, they did their own hearing, supposedly. I didn't watch the hearing. But they did their own UFO hearing. And unlike the American UFO hearing, they actually brought bodies. They brought evidence. This is, you know, this is some bodies that we've recovered, actual alien bodies. But Roush is right. One of them, or two of them, look like just... ET stones as if yeah. like you were, Hey, we need a, we need the proper ET make it out of stone first. This is what it, it would look like. And I think they also had some other bodies or at least pictures of bodies and, and stuff like that. I mean, it is, it's, it's, uh, the, the little, the little concrete man, it's, it's so bizarre. It's like something you would see there, there's a place in Southern Indiana that has a lot of like concrete lawn um not ornaments but like lawn decorations it's like if somebody made a warped alien little concrete decoration it's very very odd yeah it's uh they they went to they took these bodies to the new mexico the autonomous national university of mexico not new mexico and they were doing dna testing to figure out uh you know radiocarbon dating they said these Specimens are not part of our terrestrial evolution. These aren't beings that were found after a UFO wreck. They were found in a diatom algae mines and were later fossilized. Huh. Interesting. So So it's ancient aliens. It's the guy from the meme. He was right. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bizarre. What if that guy ended up being like just ahead of his time? You all thought I was a kook. You all made fun of me. Look at me now. It is like if these aren't aliens, which they very well may not be. It's like, what are they? Like, what, you know, what is this? Right, because, yeah, you you would assume, you know, like, I, I, I it's probably safe to say that there are tons of, uh, dinosaurs stuff like that that we haven't discovered right some like ancient beings um 
So like maybe that could be like this could fall under that umbrella. But you're right. This is very uh, very bizarre. Very uh, bizarre. It, it's it, it certainly is. I know some people are just over the alien stuff. I know some people. I, I do wonder if like the people who are just over the alien stuff, if you could get a percentage divide of them. Like how much is it that they just don't believe, so they don't care? It's just like, all right, we're wait, why waste our time on something that's not real? This is dumb. Let's move on. And then I wonder how many people that just don't care. It's like, well. All right. If there are aliens, you're not aliens. I still got to pay my taxes tomorrow. So, you know, I, I'm not going to get. Let me know when an alien gives a speech or let me know when an alien wants to meet the press. Right. Right. Or, or do the next housewife season or something along those lines. Um, I do wonder the divide among those people, because I would think that if it's just somebody that's like, I think this stuff is all fake. It's not real. I would think that they're having tough, tougher times lately that the evidence is starting to kind of mount against them. I don't think Trevor is an alien believer, which is wild, yeah. wild beliefs that he has, but I, I think he is a non alien believer. So maybe you need to have this conversation with him, but I would think that the alien skeptics are kind of running out of room to hide. Uh, my, my big thing with this, these pictures, how does, how do these aliens stand up? How does their anatomy support those giant brains? Uh, it's a it's a good question, uh, you know. But there's some like funky looking monkeys that run around just all fine. Yeah, yeah, and maybe where they are, the gravity isn't as uh, strong. So like you know, they don't need to be as sturdy based as we are. But man, very large. Like the domes are not as big as the bodies, but they're they're pretty enormous. Our buddy Big Bag Dave has a giant head. He can stay upright for the most part. Can he though? He's got Not a big, well. but he's got a bigger body. Oh, that's true. He, yeah. I mean, it's from all the big bags he's been carrying around. You you put Which, that hat, you put that head on like Scoot's body, and it's probably just like an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 I here, here's a, here's something we might need to consider. If if my cold streak continues, we might need to bring Big Bag Dave in. So I I'm not the worst picker. We normally do have a fourth picker to really make us look all better, but yeah, it's not a bad idea. Maybe for some comic relief or something like that. That would be nice. Um, My buddy Sean says the alien looks 100% fake. Uh, uh, Yeah, like, but you know, can't everything look fake nowadays? Like, aren't we at the time in technology and especially with like AI and just what they can do in movies where like anything could be fake and anything could theoretically maybe be real? There is a, it was a, a Barstool blog and it came from an interview in the Daily Mail that a German model has cloned herself with AI and this, this AI bot just generates images where it like uses her face and then will like make like thirst traps with it oh. and she makes 20 grand a month using the AI thirst traps on OnlyFans, getting OnlyFans subscribers. So she only had to take one picture of herself, and then the AI machine does the rest of the work, and she just collects checks once a month of, like, pervs subscribing to this AI person. I mean, it's wild technology we're in right now. So to your point, yes, if 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 Instagram models can clone themselves to profit, then anything can be fake. Speaking of OnlyFans, did you see the 
the the candidate in the Virginia legislative uh, race. Oh no, I didn't know. Man, love how wacky we're getting on this Wednesday. This is perfect. I, I did not. Let's did did they get caught with an OnlyFans? Is that we? No longer there's a scandal. It's like no, we. I have an OnlyFans. Subscribe to see my feet. A Democratic Virginia legislative candidate whose race was rattled by the revelation that she and her husband live streamed themselves having sex moved forward with her campaign Tuesday. Oh, wow. So oh. she. I mean, not only she she went full. Full bore, like not just. On Thursday, wow. the Washington on Monday, excuse me. After the Washington Post and the Associated Press reported that Gibson had live-streamed videos on Chatterbait, a legal website where viewers can watch live webcam performances feature nudity and sexual activity, Gibson was mocked on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. Ooh, man. Her poor kids. Oh, that's tough. I would say if you're running for office, don't you think that like, hey, oh gosh, <laughs> like you know, honey, all right, I want to run. Okay, well, what could they possibly have on you? We did used to do sex videos. Oh yeah, we did do used to do sex videos. Yeah, you would think that would be pretty. Like, let's just you're a nurse practitioner, you make <laughs> yeah. a good living. Like, why? Do, like, do we... you're a nurse practitioner. People are gonna like your story. Uh, you, you care about people. You've got a good message. You're a great public speaker. Anything in your past that could possibly be flagged? My husband and I used to do sex videos on Chatterbait. Ooh, yeah, that's going to be tough to work around. Okay, how do we get around this one? <laughs> oh, man, okay. the New York Post article on this has uh, a screen grab. Oh, and and uh, Scoots, you'll like the title of this. It's Hot Wife Experience. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part is it only has 32 views. Like, you're only 32 views? Come on. Yeah, I think that, like, that was her thing, was the hot wife experience. And the husband, like, you'd you, you just tip them. And you'd, you'd tip them, and you'd be like, hey, now do this. And they would do it, and you'd tip them. And supposedly, they made pretty good money doing I that. I mean, they had 5,700 followers. So. I also like to think that, like, who was the person that was like, she's running for all? Oh, I know her. Because <laughs> it says too that she they like they um they that they tried swapping, but that he doesn't like sharing. So oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, like what? Did they think this was not going to come out? You're you're. I'm glad that's where your head was, TJ. Because like they did play they, the card of like this was our private. Not really. Now, when you put it out there like this, now if it was like a leaked video on your own phone, that would be a different right. story. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're taking the wrong angle, trying to play like the, you know, this is an invasion of our privacy. I think it'd be, hey, this is a more progressive society. When we were looking to make money, you know, in our in, in that stage of our relationship with us being intimate, we were okay sharing it with people. We don't do that anymore. We've moved on past that. We regret some of the things that we did, but it was our body. We wanted to do what we wanted with it. And, uh, you know, we'll have that conversation with our children when we need. I would have taken like, a, a, we don't regret it, but shame on you for trying to bring up our past sort of deal. 
instead of the like invasion of privacy, which is just kind of nonsense because you all put it out there. Like, yeah, you, you all put it out it. to the public. Exactly. But uh, interesting stuff that in Virginia people are Man. are arguing over. I and, just I like you're that. That's the point. I just got, I can't get over that, that, that conversation, TJ, that like had to happen in their kitchen one night after the kids were to bed of like, yeah, but is it, people are going to dig up some stuff. Is there anything like, how did that not? (laughs) And I do like, like, do we get out in front of it and announce this or do we just, you know, somebody's probably going to undercover, you know, uncover it. Do we just cross our fingers and hope that they don't? And I do. I, I would just like to know the person, probably a guy, you know, I would guess probably 90, 95% a guy who would just watching the TV and so and so running for local office here in Virginia. Oh my heavens. Gosh. That's because that's her. Because like I think the first thing that you go to is you're like, okay, did I ever have some Facebook? You you, you think social media, right? You think like, did I did I post any drunken pictures and college that are bad did i did i have any insensitive tweets like we need to scrub social media i wonder if her husband was like so uh this account over here what do we what do we do about that scoots i think you i think everybody's waiting for you to weigh in on on this story I don't, do you have an issue with it? Would you vote? Would you vote for somebody with this kind of background? For me, it's kind of like the DraftKings thing. Like I, I don't, I don't see the big deal. I mean, she they they did what they did, you know. I mean, if if that's what they want to do with their personal life and that's an extra way to make income for them, then kudos to them. I, I mean, I don't just because she's running for office, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, there are millions and millions and millions of people who do OnlyFans and. Just because she's running for office, she shouldn't get ridiculed for that. I mean, what's what's done is done. Now, if she's still actively doing it, maybe there's an issue there because you you could be swaying votes somehow or something. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. I oh man, that's better than buying beer. Like, what if I show you a little skin and you'll vote my way? So, is this does this make you more or less likely to vote for her? Let's say she was. Living in Jeffersonville, she's running for mayor. Are you more likely to vote for the 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 chatterbait woman or less likely to vote for her? It depends on how she looks, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like I would I would I would obviously want to do some research and look into the whole thing, and then I would I would base my vote based off that. Oh Just man! Strictly based that, off how she looks. That, that is that was even better if than she, I thought. If she put, if she puts on a good show, yeah, she's got my vote. <laughs> I do like the idea of buying votes with like you know wink wink somewhat sexual favors. <laughs> like you want to see me climb the pole on election Tuesday? I'll do it literally. <laughs> What a story. I kind of, Scooch, before you got off the rails, before we got off the rails there momentarily, I do kind of agree with you. Like, I, I wouldn't, I'd be much more focused on how she plans on running, what kind of candidate she plans on being if elected, her ideas, her policy. I, I really wouldn't care about what her husband and her did 5, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. But, you know, we, you, if you're her, you probably want to make sure that stuff's off the web. There's a lot of websites. 
you know, maybe what specific websites she's doing that on would be need to, we'd need to know. I guess we found out Chatterbait. My, if it was my specific district, my biggest concern would be that, uh, like, if she did get elected, that her peers would never take her seriously and she wouldn't get anything done. Like, she wouldn't be able to. Why? Because she's, because she's doing the same thing that they're going home and doing every night. She's just recording it. Uh, yeah, I but bet, like I bet a lot of people wish they were doing the same thing. I bet there's some <laughs> old senators in the Virginia State House that are like, I wish. Yeah. But you you know, like it's one the thing for Polaroids didn't caption what we would do back in the day. It, it's it's one thing for constituents to to be indifferent about it, like for but like those old sticks in the mud, they might just like um you know, not basically like prevent her from doing anything and taking her seriously. It's like, well, anytime she tries to do anything, we're just going to make a sex joke and ignore that. That would be my worry. If she was my representative. Uh, yeah, I, I, I that's actually a, a valid concern. Nancy Pelosi's first sex tape was on a sketch and etch, etch and sketch. <laughs> and then Dennis Feinstein was on a flip book. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just... <laughs> To say, I just sketch might be too modern for uh, <laughs> Nancy. And Mitch McConnell's sex tape just freezes. <laughs> See what you did there. All right. Well, that's it for that conversation. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad you had you had you had those in the chamber. That will do it. There, we'll move on <laughs> to. Oh boy, uh, Roush. Why don't you give us our football update? <laughs> yeah. Um, how about I talk about salsaritas just because uh, we 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 need food to we need some uh, spicy, power con- to cleanse spicy our conversation leads to spicy food yes exactly at salsaritas uh they make salsa so good it's in their name um the hot salsa not too hot uh making my own salsas it's tough when you're trying to you want to give spice but not too hot to where you still have the flavor that's what makes salsaritas so great and their their chips are really go above and beyond because they're light they're crispy they're crunchy They've got, it's just, it's so, it's so good. It's so good. I can't overstate how delicious it is. And I know that now that NFL Sundays are here and you don't want to do a lot of work. You just want to relax, enjoy it. Um, Get Salsaritas catering. Just hang out with a bunch of chips, guacamole, queso. They're great salsa. Sit back, relax, enjoy this fall. Or heck, make your tailgate even easier. Because TJ, that's the real move is just, Hey, what are we going to do? Well, I'm not going to sit here and marinate a bunch of food and go all out. No, just pick up some Salsaritas. Download the app before you go. It's the best. Salsaritas, two locations, one in Middletown, one in St. Matthews. Stop by one today. Now, football update. That was good. That was good. Great Salsaritas, Ed. Got me hungry. Taco Tuesday yesterday, but quesadilla Wednesday today, I'm in. All the way in um, and get some of that Powerade from Mr. Mr. Blue Powerade's house. But um. Yeah, we got great news. Liam Cohen said he thanked all the Big Blue Nations and he can't wait to be back at Kroger Field this Saturday. He will. He's out of the hospital. He's back at his home. So I think there's certainly a, there was certainly a, an exhale. I think from a lot of people. Now, uh, to answer a question that I've received a thousand times, no, I still don't know what more it means. I still don't have any more info. I've tried not to pry because I've, you know, it feels a little, feels a little icky, TJ, because like, you know, so I don't have 
the perfect like I, I don't have the scoop or the scuttlebutt to share on well what exactly happened and what did it is he going to be back like what's the whole deal I don't know I don't I don't have answers but we should have some more tonight typically offense talks on Tuesday and that's Liam and then players and then Wednesday it's Brad and the defense they switched it I don't know if that means Liam's going to be there tonight or if they're going to bring somebody else out I would assume so I don't know if that means if Liam's going to call plays um, on Saturday. Like we're, it just we're kind of up in the air right now. Um, so, uh, but it, I, I don't really think it was lip service. I, I think Brad was sincere when he said, you know, like this is, we are all family, and we were hurting, but we're all focused. We're getting our heads in the right space. We've been through a lot as a program last five years or so. Um, but when it's football time, I, I, I think I, I don't think they're distracted while getting rid of game, getting into the actual business of football. And I think it actually might be a welcome sort of distraction, for lack of a better term, once they, they get to practices. Yeah, I, I think the, the most important thing is that Liam Cohen's doing all right. I think that message he tweeted out made a lot of people feel better and it regardless of how serious it was over the weekend, which I have no doubt that it was incredibly serious with the way all the coaches responded and with the way they acted. And you can just read their body language, Stoops especially on Monday there. It's great that he's going to be at the game on Saturday to the extent of what he's going to do or not do. Who cares? It's just great that he's going to be with the team just six days after whatever happened happened. And it really had a lot of people shook up in the football facility. So that's great news, regardless of what the, you know, how long-term, when he can actually get back. I think the fact, again, that he's going to be at the game just six days later probably means he's, you're going to have him coaching in at least some capacity, if not full capacity, sooner rather than later. So that's all good news. But yeah, we didn't. We don't. We don't have to know the specifics of what happened. Again, you can read their body language that it was something that was pretty serious. Uh, we, I think, everybody just wants Liam to be okay. And there were U of L shows yesterday that they were, you know, they were wishing him well. And then when the news broke, they were happy for him. That was nice to hear. There's stuff obviously that goes past the rivalry. There's stuff in college sports, any sports where you know, it's a game real life real health is real life and you can you see that line never more evident than when something serious happens in the game in the sport and that's what happened on sunday at the uk football facilities uh, and and as scary as it was to keep somebody in the hospital for a couple days it's just ginormous news he's going to be out this weekend so shout out to liam cohen we wish you well in your recovery however long it may be and if you're calling the plays on Saturday, that's great. If you need another week off, if you need another month off, totally understandable in the context of life. Um, you take as much time as you need. But Roush, I'm guessing he's going to be as involved and as active as Stoops will let him as soon as he can be. I don't think yeah. Cohen's going to be the guy that's going to – it's probably going to make him more stressed out if he's not able to kind of get back to the game. <laughs> I think football yeah. kind of levels him out a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with you there. I'm curious too what, um, 
if that means he'll be back or not on Saturday. Because here's here's a dirty little secret, TJ. Uh, the team that Kentucky is playing Saturday night is hot garbage. I mean, they are so bad. And I and there's some people that'll be like, "Oh, Roush, you told us Kentucky was a wild UK." I mean, this team needed a scoop and score in the final minute to beat an FCS team. They played three quarterbacks. They turned it over five times. I mean, it's it's a mess up there. It's a damn mess. Uh, Kentucky, this will be the worst team they play all year. They should beat the smokes out of them. Um, so, like, you don't need Liam Cohen to do this to win. But I'm sure there is part of him um, where he's, I don't want to say a perfectionist as a play caller, but kind of sort of in a way where he wants to feel good, uh, like ha- have a really good feeling, uh, you know, falling up, finishing week three of the preseason, uh, if you will, with in a rhythm, right? Because yes. there's been times where this offense has really been in a groove and other times it's been very clunky. So I, I'm, you know, sp- not, trying not to speak out of turn, but I would assume that he really wants to be there to get one out of the way. But, I, I you know, we won't know more until um, the offense is the one talking with us uh, tonight around 536 o'clock. And we'll get you updates when that happens. We'll talk about it tomorrow as well. Uh, we're going to end our number one here. But, Scoots, do you know what happened 209 years ago today? Uh, that would have made it 1823, 1814. I do not know. We got our national anthem. I should have known. How could, I, for- how could I forget? The British were just pounding Fort McHenry. They're just going to town on it, just demolishing our dear old Fort McHenry. And then Francis Scott Key the next morning was like, which was this morning, was like, oh, cool, our flag's still there. I better write a banger of a national anthem here. I bet nobody's ever going to try to protest this poem. (laughs) And then he wrote it, and the rest was history. So 1814, little history lesson for you today. All right, that's hour one. Hour number two coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We got a lot of Thornton's text line to get to. 502-414-1450. We get to it and we return here on KRC. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Roll Call. Thank you, Scoots. Appreciate that. TJ Walker, that was Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen, our producer, Nick Roush, here as well on your Wednesday morning. Hard not to just be all jazzed up with how good the weather is. I don't know if you all have been. Scoots, I know you've been outside today, but Roush. Confirmed. Oh, it's glorious. glorious. We're in for a real treat of a day. Scoots, are you working today? Yes, unfortunately. We've got uh, three of our best employees at the hotel are out on vacation this week. So I've had a freaking bear of a week. I'm I'm so ready to be done. Three, do you have power rankings of best employees at the hotel? 
We don't, but they're, it's three ladies that I've been working with for a long time, so I, re- I know their work ethic. I know they do a really good job. So them being out has made housekeeping kind of a nightmare this week, and every day I've went – you all have seen Office Space, right? Oh yeah. So I've been I've been kind of like the guy in office space this week. Like every day I go in, I'm just less happy than I was the day before. So it's it's been a tough week. I'm ready for it to be over. But yeah. So that's that's how it is. Bad luck that your top 3 employees are out, but good luck you haven't been robbed. That's true. <laughs> I, I I don't know how we got to the point where good luck and bad luck turned into cause and effect. <laughs> it's you. I know how we got there. You. You did it. It doesn't have to work like that. Yeah, no, no, no. You made it very clear, and it's <laughs> it's a good way to look at stuff. When something bad happens to you, just look at something that good, and you have not been robbed, and that's a good thing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got you know something I don't? No, but I did like uh, Beezy tweeted that he helps post. Um, he, he helps part of the prize for Survivor football is you get like a you're gonna put up in a hotel and they get to drink for free at your hotel. Ooh, that could be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could get them like a stupid good rate um, on their room, but I don't know about drinking for free. That, well, that but- comes directly out of my pocket. All right, well, right. Then, I'll, then, I'll, then I'll pay it. Um, here's what the prize for Survivor football will be. You you get you just get like a random Thursday night at the hotel. It can't be when something's going on. It just has to be a random night. And you get to stay for free, and you get five free beers. Okay. There. Yeah. Pretty, pretty great gift, right? Yeah, we could make that work probably. Um, now, like, why somebody would want to come in just on a random weeknight? We Be don't fun. know. We don't yeah. know. Night at a hotel. Yeah. They'll, they'll have to figure it out. You'll also, Trevor Kelsey will be involved in some capacity. We don't know how, but we'll figure that out. Oh, boy. Trevor can give you room service. Don't forget your week two picks on Survivor. In all seriousness, that's a, it's a week where people just forget. You, I think like the biggest, a lot of times the biggest eliminator is just no picks at all. So mm-hmm. we lost about like six people last week. I think one was a no pick, which is hilarious to sign up for a league and then just not make the initial pick right when you sign up. Neither here nor, nor there. The wife, she got eliminated. She was mm. on the Browns. I told her, or she was on the Bengals. It was a bad, I told her it was a bad pick. But She's fading herself already. That's She's bad. out on the Browns. She's out on the oh. Browns. And then she hit me. With the old, like, well, now I don't even have to worry about it, though. I was like, well, then why'd you get in in the first place? Why, why'd you get in in the first place? Regardless, um, I had said the exact same thing the week before when I got eliminated last year in week one. So I can relate, but I survived. No big deal. Same. I feel pretty good about this week uh, as well. I, I feel good about seeing week three, at least. Okay, but do remember, okay. once you take one, once you pick one team, you can't use them again. Uh, but most people still rocking and rolling there. Was happy that I, 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 uh, the Falcons, um, like how many times am I going to want to play with the Falcons? So that was, that was a that's one thing huge. I got right. Yeah, yeah. That's great to be able to, to cross them off the list. You still feel like you pretty got, much got everybody available. Roush, I'm a little nervous about the volleyball game tonight. I think U of L is going to probably kick our butts. Yep, probably. But Hey, um, I don't know. U of L has been weird. They went five with Dayton, but then they swept St- Penn state. And like Penn State didn't even get to twenty points. Yeah. So 
Um, now, I think when they're locked in and motivated, this UofL team, really, really good. I think this Kentucky team, going to be competitive in the SEC, not competitive nationally. That's it at the Yum Center tonight. If you go, make sure you're decked out in all your blue. I'd love to go. It's just past, past the bedtime, unfortunately. But, Roush, you, you, I know you were thinking about going. Are you going to be able to see yeah. it? Yeah, we're, I'm going to be there. So um, You're going to be wearing it? blue? Yeah. yeah. Roush. Yeah. Yeah, Scooch, there's a little hesitancy in his voice. No, no, no. I'll be I'll be wearing blue. You can wear whatever you want for what it's worth. Free country, you do whatever makes you happy, you do what you want when you're popping. But it'd be a real shame if you wore like a plaid shirt, like a black plaid shirt, not blue. Yeah, that's like what I do when like it's just Louisville playing and I'm like, I mean, I don't have Louisville gear. Um But yeah, no, I'll wear uh I'll wear a Kentucky shirt tonight. Um uh, it's funny because like um, I think the SID texted Brooke and was like, or like all of their, they have like a alumni group chat. It was like, Hey, if you're going to be at the game, let us know when you'll be in the Jumbotron. I'm like, Ooh, that could be, that could be fun. Although I know Brooke definitely doesn't want to be on the Jumbotron. There's one thing that, I know about no. my wife. She does not want the Jumbotron. That doesn't sound like Brooke. I imagine she probably wants to be featured, probably a segment <laughs> on her. Uh, the, the Brooke Roush special. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> The the you get just five minutes with Brooke every volleyball game. She talks about <laughs> life, what's up, her likes or dislikes. I would watch. I'd be I'd be tuned in. Uh, I think they also have Nebraska coming to the Yum Center in a couple days as well. Uh yeah, I don't. They do, but I, I'm not sure when that is. They they play three games at the Yum. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good crowd tonight. If you're uh, if you're looking to go, it could be competitive. I think U of O will win in four would be my guess. And I think probably more likely that it, they win in three than five. But So I'm not overly optimistic about the Cats' chances, but let's hope to be wrong. U of O has definitely got our number so far this fall. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 not great. Uh, they got Stanford on Sunday at the Yum Center. That's their next Stanford, big game. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. If you're, a, if you're a volleyball fan in town, um, some some – Big games at the Yum Center. Um, and those are always fun, too, because, like, we went down to the NCAA tournament when it was in town. And, I mean, they fill up most of the lower arena, you know. Like, that's a good – and that's a good um, – it doesn't feel, like, very cavernous because, like, the way that the upper deck is at the Yum Center, it's kind of straight up and down. So, like, you know, it's a, it's a good setting um, for an event. So, um, we'll be in there tonight. Um you, it, tomorrow, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to swing it tomorrow. But racing returns to Churchill Downs, uh, and woo, yeah. And it you was, get the sports book. You get NFL oh, yeah. Thursday. You get racing. Churchill is going to kind of be flexing a little bit here for early early fall. Oh, and I love to yesterday. Hisa, the new National Horse Racing Safety. Uh, organization released their report. Nothing to see here. Nothing wrong with the track. Like, uh, no doy. Well, are you saying no? That was a really good no doy. Are you saying no doy because, like, they weren't going to quote unquote find anything or because there was actually nothing to be found? There was never anything to be found. It was all PR. Like, they only did that because PETA was driving around with a video board showing horse, horses dying. Like, I, I just, I, I hate to sound insensitive, but, like, that, 
there aren't more horses dying now than there have been horses dying since horse racing's been horse racing. Like, it, there's not. These horses are bred for speed. They're not bred for soundness. They break down. The tracks aren't the problem. It's the breeding. Now, Santa Anita, a couple years ago, that that was a problem. It was because the weather uh, made the track, it was either harder or softer. I forget which one. But those horses had micro fractures that they didn't know about. And so when they would go out to race, they had catastrophic injuries. There, so, TJ, uh, there were a dozen horse deaths that caused Churchill Downs to shut down. Can you guess what the number was when they did not shut down Santa Anita in 2019? How many? 40. I wouldn't like, guess that. Yeah, it's just that they had four in the lead-up to the Derby, including a Derby runner, so everybody got very hot and bothered. Same thing happened at Saratoga. Like, there's not more. It's just they're happening at untime. Like, they, they had two on Traverse Stakes Day. They had the one right there at the finish line on the, their Fox Saturday at Saratoga. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's it's just that they're happening at these big moments, and it's it's it sucks, and it's awful. But, like, we're just seeing, like, they're more high profile now. So people are panicking. And you know what? I appreciate that Churchill Downs and HESA, this new organization, like, the biggest reason why they did this is that HESA's new. Churchill Downs wants to give this organization some teeth. Um, they want to appear proactive. And essentially what they said was that, hey, we're not going to blame the track. Instead, we're going to try to Collect, like do a robust data analysis to try to actually provide some some pinpoint reasoning because like they were all different right like every they were they were like there was no singular evidence that one thing caused all these horses deaths so they're trying to have some data analysis to be like okay it was this how many days of rest did he had how often did he train because right now it's it's a little willy billy and it's all going off feel um, so the hope is that if they can do this i mean it's going to take a while but if they can collect more data they can eventually say hey if you take x amount of days off for rest in between training you're more likely to keep this horse alive sort of deal yeah and i need to tip my cap to you 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 called this from day one uh, when they shut down i was not happy about it um, mind, I, my, my attention went more to like, what stop shutting things down when you don't know for sure. But you really like may, you really hit it home when you were like, yeah, this is silly. They're not going to find anything. They're doing this just to play the game of safety. They're not going to find anything. You called this from day one. You, you, what you said back when they decided to shut down could have been the report. Um, you, you'd mentioned the breeding, you'd mentioned that they weren't going to, it, it wasn't going to be like one specific cause for why they're doing all this. Um, I think you were more over, I don't think you agreed with them shutting down the track, but I think you at least understood it because they needed to come up with this quote unquote report. Right. I didn't like it. Um, but you did call exactly what the report was going to find, which was, Nothing. And, and I yeah. shouldn't say nothing because I did listen to the press conference a little bit. They did keep hammering back on like fatigue, you know, horses yeah, yeah. running. That's the only thing that they could come up with. But they said, you know, track surface wasn't an issue. They, they laid out how all these horses, with the exception of just a few, were happening in 
random different spots on the track. Now the final turn had, I think two or maybe three, and that could be understandable in the sense it's pretty bunched up there. Uh, That's where you really tell the horse to dig in and give. And that's sometimes where they do give, unfortunately in the wrong way. Um, But besides that, they, they had a, they had a big layout that like, look, these are all happening in different spots over the track. We, there's not one specific thing besides the fact that we're going to make sure that our horses are going to be well rested. And then you're right. Their big overall takeaway was we're just going to data collect the hell out of this. And maybe just this one data collecting won't tell us the answers, but we're going to start doing this to like an insane level where we're going to, we're going to find out what's what horses are built to be healthy or that can run safely and which ones kind of maybe have a red flag or a trigger to them. I think that's a good idea too. I don't think there's anything wrong with collecting a lot of data from this, but I do think it was wrong to shut down Churchill Downs. They still allowed horses to train and practice there. It was complete nonsense. That being said, they did the report, they played the game. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that's going to make like the, the horse people, the PETA people happy to know that like there's not a single common cause. In reality, they're just not going to be happy unless the horse racing industry shut down, which we obviously right, cannot right. have happen and will not allow to happen. So they're going to have to just kind of stomach this, unfortunately. We're all going to have to stomach this to some degree. Nobody wants horses to die, but it is a right. you know, it's a, it's a competitive sport. Yeah, it will unfortunately happen. We just need to not let it happen as much or try to not let it happen as much. The one thing that I'm going to um, where the rubber's really going to meet the road is when they have to start mandating time off and stuff like that because if horses don't race, some trainers don't make money, especially the small trainers, right? Like the ones you know their names. Those guys have got tons of horses in their stable, but for others, like they can't, they can't operate a business unless their horses race. So that's where, that's where it's it's gonna. I I, I don't know, but there's gonna be a, a a pressure point there, a boiling point. I don't know what's the results gonna be, but it's going to be um, contentious. <laughs> there's there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it, it's gosh, it really snuck up on us that. Racing's going to be back at Churchill. Keeneland's going to be up and running before we know it here in just a few weeks. And fingers crossed for healthy meets. That's what we all want. But yeah, I didn't even think about how much Churchill's going to be rocking and rolling. The start of fall racing, the sports book. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that they're going to be properly staffed, Roush. I think tomorrow's a pretty big day for Churchill Downs. Yeah, and when I revisited the sports book on Friday, it wasn't crowded or anything. Now, it's going to be much different when you have people there for the racing, too. But ultimately, Churchill wants to take your money. So (laughs) I I don't think it's going to be too much of a problem. In fact, I think it's going to be kind of awesome. So I'm I'm hoping I can swing it. But, uh, you know, we got to... Got a, got a lot going on at the Roush House. So we'll, Volleyball we'll, we'll tonight, Churchill yeah. tomorrow, and they say that having two kids is tough. You're living would, your best life. I, it Really, a lot of it's going to come down to how many of our friends go and take their kids. If that happens, then we can we can swing it. If no, not, uh, then yeah. Because yeah. Uh, nice. then it's it. like, okay, well, they'll they'll run around. Like, they'll play with each other. <laughs> you know, they'll be fine. We'll be, yeah, exactly. You, you drink, Jules. Uh, Scoots, I'm surprised that you're not you're not thinking about going. I'm just you strike me as somebody that could hang out as a sports book and be a happy camper. 
Not really. But you don't but you but you don't do that. Yeah, you don't do it. Yeah, no, I mean I I'm much happier on my couch watching sports and, and just live betting from there, for being honest. Because I just I just have so many more options of things I can do, you know? I I enjoy certain things that I cannot do in a sports book. So yeah, that's I guess that's why I avoid them. Like what, Scoots? Uh, I mean we don't need to go into that. I'm not I'm not Trevor. Tell us, Scoots, I'm, I'm not, what is it that you can't do in a sports book? We we all know. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, it's not coming back up for revenge. Sheesh. Sheesh. I do I do feel like over the course of knowing you, Scoots, I, I do feel like you're you've become more antisocial and you never were the most social person in the world. That is not true. When I was like I don't know, 18, 16 to 18, maybe even 16 to like 20. That's all I wanted to do was talk to people. I mean, I was a spitting image of Nick Roush. I just wanted to talk to everybody. <laughs> I wanted to get to know everybody around me. I wanted to be the friendliest guy there. But yeah, anymore. I don't, and I don't know if it's because I've worked in hotels for like six years now and I worked at restaurants before then. Yeah, I really hate people. I, I'm, I'm not a big people guy. I, I just this is a guy who works in the service industry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and I, I think it's because yeah. the service industry that, why I'm like that now. But I, yeah, I mean, I used to love everybody. Now I hate everybody. Interesting. Yeah, and <clears throat> I shouldn't have said ever because you're right. I did. I didn't know you when you were that age. Um, but when I and, and not that you were antisocial when I met you. Like you know, you you would go do the all you can eat crab. And you, you'd, you'd have a couple stories being out and about. Uh, the scooter story didn't happen because you were just in your living room with Gil. You sure. know, you were out on the town then. So I do feel like you 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 do a little bit less. But I I, I did figure that like a sports book, drinks are flowing, gambling's happening, people watching's going. I just figured it'd be a nice little scoot spot. But yeah, you're right. You're a big living room guy. There's I, nothing wrong with that. I am. Yeah. The, the older I get, the more of a homebody I become, and I, I kind of hate that. Especially this year because my New Year's resolution was spend more time with my family, which I feel like I did that for the first five, six months of this year. And then like the last three months, I've just been like, I don't want to do anything. Don't yeah, want to do now anything. You just really hate your family. <laughs> no, I just don't want to leave the house. Hey, you got three months left. You can finish strong. That's true. And then I'll have the but, same goal next year. Well, the good news is like holiday season, you're, you're bound to finish strong, yeah. you know? Yeah, no so doubt. You, all, you have at least that for, that's a good new year's resolution. Well, spend more time with family. Cause then come like Christmas, when you're thinking about new year's resolutions, you'll be like, well, look, I've been with my family all week. I've, I've spent time with my family. <laughs> I like that. Good thinking. You know, I was talking to my mom about this a couple weeks ago and I was basically just telling her the same thing. Like, I feel like I started the year off strong, but then I've kind of went downhill as the year's gone on. And she put it into perspective for me, and she goes, that's okay because you've spent time with the ones that are most important, which are my grandparents, who I will obviously have the least amount of time with. So, yeah, that was that was nice to put that into perspective like that. Yeah, well, that is nice. Yeah. That is nice. Get your text into the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. We're going to read a few of them. I think we've finished Mondays, but we we're not finished with Tuesdays. There's a lot here. A lot. Uh, TJ, you're talking to the guy with the worst allergies, especially during the spring season with the pollen. Claritin D has been my absolute lifesaver because no other allergy medicine works for me. I've been taking Claritin D, and it has never failed me. Just trust me on that medicine. A bit pricey, but my goodness, does it work? Every dollar, it does it work. 
work every dollar it costs. I think they meant worth every dollar it costs. Yeah, uh, you can also get the generic version of it too. We'll save you some. But uh, yeah, it's good because it's also decongestion. So, TJ, what are your thoughts on another staff member leaving Kentucky basketball? Some say the coaches don't enjoy working with Calipari. True or false? Uh, I would say that that's false, but I, I, you know, your opinion could be just as valid as mine. I would think it's not specific to Calipari because he's been a head coach for how long? And does he have a lot of staff turnover? Most of the time, not. So what's happening now? Could Calipari have changed? Potentially. That's, I think, a possibility. Could it be other people within the program that maybe other folks aren't meshing and gelling with? That's a possibility as well. Or are people just leaving because they're they're sensing better opportunities that are that make more sense to them or their families or at that juncture in their career? Could be a little combination of all three of those options potentially. But your guess is just as good as mine. I, I don't think all of a sudden Cal has become a toxic head coach to work with when that's never really been an issue for the duration of his career. But hey, things can change. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here with an in-season hypothetical. In the midst of Travis Hunter dominating both sides of the ball, if you were to pick one player from this U.K. football team to play both sides of the ball, who would you choose? With the caveat being no picking Trevin Wallace because we all know he ran for 300 yards in his last high school game. Give me Deion Walker at fullback, please. That's an easy five yards every time we run the ball. That's a fun Yeah, I mean, like – I like that hypothetical. Other than you, the person that's best built for it, you're just like accept him. Don't don't use him. Like well, why not? Because it makes it a little too easy. But then again, if it's too easy, Brad, maybe it's not the best hypothetical. Yeah, and also like you just you just pick a corner to play receiver. Name them. I, I, you know. Yeah, but is there any that are good that would do I, a good I job? I don't know about that. their hands. I don't. I don't know. But like that, that it works for Hunter because the positions like the skill set is comparable it's just like can you catch good though i would just say whoever has the best hands drew phillips or maxwell hairston one of the two bullies beast here bought four tickets for saturday and everyone bailed are there three krc listeners who'd like to help me with these tickets it's section eight cost is one kroger field beer per ticket plan on being at the game early to party with you guys let me know if anyone is interested hot chicks preferred any All right, chicks? if there's any hot girls listening to Kentucky Roll Call that wants to go to the game with uh, our texter named Bullet East Beast, he is offering, uh, you do not have to be, I think, a hot girl. No. But, but if you want to go to the game with Bullet East Beast, free tickets. You just got to pay for a beer. You got to buy him a beer at the game. Pretty good deal. It's a good deal. Very good. Bullet deal. East Beast, if we hear anything back on the Thornton's text line, we'll be sure to pass along. The Kraft family or Bill Gadden needs to straight up tell UK admissions, excuse me, they need to let in Big Z or they won't be or they won't donate to the university anymore. I don't care about what the technicalities are. Just make it happen. Basketball and football are what keep the lights on and their success have a direct correlation with enrollment to begin with. No excuses. Money talks. And they followed up that text. Bill Gadden has passed away. My apologies for the oversight. Uh, did you hear Travis Branham's uh, insight on Big Z? I did. I I saw like the headline, but didn't give me the deets. Not optimistic. Um, not optimistic about Big Z playing at UK. 
Yeah, it's not good. That's not good coming from Travis Branham. He's somebody that's incredibly plugged in and especially connected to the University of Kentucky. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's not good. There's got to be more to this story. Is if he is not enrolled or eligible at Kentucky, the only thing I can say is there'd have to be more to the story because the way it's presented right now is just an embarrassing look for the University of Kentucky. So. Yeah, I, I, pre- uh, I, pre- I appreciate the people that are eager to like try to help him be eligible. I but I don't. Say- I just don't think that it's going to like. I don't think there's anything that can happen because this feels like it's a proxy war pissing match between people with big egos at the university. That's all it feels like. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. I, again, I hope the full story comes out. Um, I, again, I just say the people that were trying to help, we appreciate the effort. You probably can like put your put your pitchforks and torches down. What's what's to be is to be now at this point. But I would hope that if they are, if they do not make this guy eligible, I hope the people that make that decision, I hope they feel really good about themselves. I hope that they can look at themselves proudly and just know that they denied an opportunity for a, a foreign student to get an education at the university of Kentucky. And of course, with the first goal being to be a basketball player, but even that, to a certain degree, could be the start of this guy's American dream. And instead, he got denied. Um, and he, or it seems like he's going to be denied and told no. You should feel good about yourself. I hope that that person is really, really proud of the decisions that they have made, the fight that they have fought to make sure that somebody didn't get an opportunity. And I hope that they're proud of themselves for that. Uh, complete and total Mickey Mouse organization is a radio appropriate way that I can say that because I was about to say something else. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, if you guys were to coach basketball one day, do you want to be the head coach or an assistant coach? Uh, Hey, shout out to Sean Smith. That's awesome. He's going to do, he's going to coach at Frederick Douglass. Did you, Roush, did you see that? Did you check that out? Yeah, I thought that it was announced like in June. Um, oh well, maybe maybe it was. No, like they they just the the account just tweeted it out. But um, yeah, no, I would want to be. I, I think it's the opposite in football. Like basketball, you want to be the head coach. Uh, football, you want to be the assistant. Um, because in basketball, like the head coach has a ton of say on what's actually being done. Um, whereas like like uh, the assistant isn't calling plays in basketball. It was like assistants in football, they have a lot more actual co- coaching power and the head coach is more of like a, a manager of sorts. I'd like to do that someday. Like be, I, I you know, start as an assistant, do some assistant, and then obviously, think obviously someday be a head coach. I also would mind coaching like, you know, grade school basketball. I think that'd be a lot of fun too. Give me a couple assistant roles. Scoot, would you, be, would, you be my, would you be my assistant? Sure. Yeah, as long as I don't have uh, to do any head coach duties. Yeah, unpaid. Eh, we'd have to discuss that. And if like I, I'm going to be good cop, I'm going to need you to be bad cop. I uh, need you to really get not. after like no. these twelve. I'm going to need you to really get nope. after these twelve year olds. The, I'm I'm not working with you then because I I have to be the motivator, good guy, positive energy. That that has to be my role on the sidelines, or I'm not doing it. Oh, you can like do all that, but it just needs to have more like a negative tone no, to it. No, not being mean to kids. I'm not a jerk. <sighs> then I don't think Some I can hire you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, text- <laughs> texture says Kelsey sucks. 
Another texture says, who's to say Bosner wasn't fired by Cal? You know what? That's a good point. We need Calipari to clarify <laughs> that he was not fired. No, that would be so. Oh, gosh. If I don't know who's like now directing Cal, but that would be so funny if like his first press <laughs> conference. Yeah, you know, I saw an article in The Athletic that I keep losing these young assistants. I just needed to be known. TJ Beisner was not fired by me. I did not, you know, I did not fire him. Whatever people may say or don't say, he was not fired by John Vincent Calipari. Yeah, he needs to come out and do that because that's exactly what he did with Jay Lucas. Uh, my first football memory was of the New York Jets in Namath. It's kind of hoping Rodgers would resurrect maybe the hardest luck franchise ever. Would love to see them pull off the unthinkable and at least get into the playoffs. I loved uh, yesterday there was an ESPN graphic where they showed Zach Will. It was like passer rating. Had Burrow, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and like Zach Wilson had a better passer rating than all of them. And it's like, yeah, that's because that stat sucks. And do not ever think anything of it ever again. Like that's not it it's not an accurate reflection of quarterback play. Yes, Wilson played all right, but he also had like a depth of target at like two point three air yards or something. Like he was throwing little dinks and dunks. That stat rewards completions, not like the difficulty of throw. It wasn't Mahomes' fault that Tony was dropping everything, but uh, right. I will say Zach Wilson was probably better than Joe Burrow on Sunday. Of course, yes. Burrow yes. had some bad weather, and obviously he had a his, some of his he had some drops he was dealing with too. But yeah, no, very I agree. Funny. That's that, that's a it's a junk snap. Um, also, very funny. All of the people who are like, "Hey, they need a quarterback," Colin Kaepernick, and I'm like, "Dude, how?" I mean, I don't even know how many years has it been since he's played an NFL football game. I say this respectfully, but Jamel Hill is an idiot. I mean, he, <laughs> I was going to guess like 2018. He has not played football since 2016. It's seven, seven years. He's 36. Like, who would want to sign a 36-year-old quarterback that hasn't played football in seven years? Seven years. And the Jets may as well call Barry Sanders if Brees Hall gets hurt again. I mean, I like even the so like Matt Ryan was listed, and it's like okay, he played last year, but God, he was bad. Um, couldn't move, and also, why would Matt Ryan want to go get just destroyed by that offensive line? Like that's that that's the 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 part that people don't want to talk about too. Like Rogers got hurt because he was under pressure. He was under pressure every snap of his entire Jets career. Yeah, so like who's going to – I mean, they're they're just in a huh, – Yeah, thing. going back to that other text, you might as well bring back Namath. <laughs> it's going to be take, tough. going to be tough. Let's take our last break. Do want to remind everybody to head on over to ShadyRays.com, the best polarized sunglasses in all of the world. It's a company that started right here in Kentucky, and they – make sure to take care of their customers because if your sunglasses break, you lose them, or you just want your order resent to you for whatever reason, because probably because you want an extra pair of sunglasses, they have a replacement pair promise. You pay a small processing fee. It's super easy to use. You don't have to call and be on hold. It's not like Spectrum cable trying to cancel or anything like that. All you have to do is click a link on your initial email and it takes you to something. You punch in just your information. They just want to confirm it. And boom, you don't have to go through any hoops and you get your order sent right back to you. 
like it's brand new because, well, it is. And after a small processing fee, who wouldn't want their order just sent right back to them? So it's basically kind of a two-for-one deal at Shady Rays. You'll save even more money when you use the promo code BIGX at checkout. ShadyRays.com. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio. I must confess. Well, you may run like maze, but you hit like Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Jay Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We appreciate you listening. We go Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, replay of the show, 9 to 11, and you can catch Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Leave a rating or review. We've got a social media pages on all of the social media pages. Yeah, I'll try that again. We're on all different social media, Facebook, Twitter, and even on Instagram. So check us out there. We appreciate it. Text on into the Thornton's text line. You can text in any hour of the day. We'll send it on over. 502-414-1450. Hey, they they caught the Pennsylvania guy. They got him. They finally got him. Did Did dog get him? The bounty hunter? Yeah, he was. He was. He said he was going to get on the case. So I'm guessing he showed up and cracked some skulls and made it happen. No, I, I, uh, I, I did not. I, maybe, maybe I didn't know. I didn't know he was even alive. If we're being honest, that's that's upsetting. He's the man. Dogs we're going to have man. a press I, conference at nine thirty, but they're not really releasing too much information. It was a two week manhunt. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. He uh, he stole a, a weapon. He stole a rifle from somebody and got shot at. So you know he's getting caught on these trail cams. We talked about this. I don't know what day was it. Was it Monday? Was it last week? Whenever we talked, I think it was last week. We talked about this 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 killer in Pennsylvania escaped jail by kind of like crab walking up a wall and escaped. And he was living in the Pennsylvania wilderness alongside Michael Scott. He was living in the Pennsylvania wilderness. And he's getting caught on these trail cams at night and like hunters, you know, whatnot. They, and it was kind of creepy. Like they just see this, he's a short fella, I think in his late thirties of Hispanic descent. And they just see this guy on the trail cams and he'd just be walking by. And then police would come to the area and try to chase it, you know, track him down based off that spot. They couldn't find him, And this went on for two weeks. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. He went, he, he was in somebody's garage and the homeowner saw him. And he was stealing a rifle, and the homeowner, I guess, had like a handgun or pistol on him and shot at him a few times, but didn't get him. And then so now it's like, all right, you got this escaped murderer in the Pennsylvania wilderness, and now he's armed. Now he found himself a rifle. It's like, holy smokes, this is, this is like the next, this is Halloween. I don't know what version of Halloween they're on, but this, is, this would be good in the Halloween series. 
But as of this morning, they caught him. They're going to have a press conference at 9.30. So pretty far from Kentucky. I don't think we had a ton to worry about here. But still pretty scary stuff to just have a murderer out on the run, armed. But he's caught, Roush. They got him. They got the him. Strangler is caught. You want to take this big John text on the Thornton's text line? Um, yeah, I can take it. Uh, Jones gets a deal done with the Chiefs. Glad football is back, my friends. Over the weekend, I got to wrestle my son. Wow, it was awesome. I'm working on my gimmick as a wrestler slash manager. The creative team who I wrestle for came up with Johnny De Niro. I have rich vibes with this gimmick, and I have a money gimmick slash props for the character. Interest music might be Pink Floyd, Money, Money. The other one was Johnny Class. The character has lots of classic values. This character will be dressed in a nice classic shirt with a nice classy cane prop. The entrance music might be Classic Man by Jadena, which also would show how often I would dress like. What do you all think? I love, I, I, I do enjoy the, the money sort of bit, even though it's been done lots of times. It's just fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd go Johnny De Niro between the two of those options. Johnny De Niro. You just walk around with a bunch of money? It's Maybe John, get a monocle? Johnny De Niro. Okay. For what it's worth. Suck it, Scoots. Uh, another texture says, just turning, tuning in, but I didn't hear correctly this trouble in paradise. Evansville, St. Peter's, Kansas State, just to name a few, starting to seem like someone's program is becoming Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, love, love some of the textures. That I love just... that they throw Evansville in with those teams. Like a regular season loss when – didn't that UK team end up being okay? I think so. I thought that was the Maxi team. Uh, I mean, it's um, years are getting uh, mixed up, but yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it was. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, they were no, good. like the yes, the St. Peter's loss, not a good loss for UK basketball. I agree with that. <laughs> oh man, remember when Scoots begged you to use NFL games for his bets? I'm looking at him now, winning all those college bets. Proud of you, Scoots. Yeah, thank you. I'm proud of I'm, me. I'm say he's automatically disqualified. What? Yeah, for just even trying to break the rules. I didn't try to break the rules. Well, you I tried. Did. I didn't ever do it successfully. Yeah, but it was the intent. So if you win, I think it could be investigated. <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't make the rules here, Scoots. I'm just saying what could happen. Bring on an investigation. I ain't scared. <laughs> Good morning, guys. I think I got my text lost over the weekend, but I texted in telling Scoots what a great job he did hosting Saturday on the golf scramble. Not a golf fan was listening to Wake Up 502. Good job, Scoots. Scoots, you you hosted another show over here? Um, yeah, so, yeah, fun story. Um, we Dugan told me early last week, he was like, Wait, hey, we've got a remote out at Valley View. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he was like, also, next Saturday, or the following Saturday after that, we'll be out at Wooded View, and we'll do like an Indiana-Louisville preview. So I called Dugan on, I guess it was Thursday night. And I'm like, hey, so what? what's the deal with this remote on Saturday? And he goes, you and me will be hosting. I was like, wait, what? Excuse me? <laughs> well, like, we're, we're just over 24 hours away from this thing, and you're telling me that I'm hosting? 
<laughs> so yeah, I had to. Uh, we were out at Valley View. They were doing a golf scramble out there. Basically, we were just knocking out our remote, giving them giving them some love. Uh, but Dugan, yeah, made me host. I had to do a couple interviews with their with their club pro and their general manager. So it was a good time. But it was I was not as prepared as I would have liked to have been. That's wild. I, yeah. I didn't think to listen. I would have listened to that. Well, it, it, you wouldn't have thought to listen because so Rashawn Myers does his wake up five hundred two from nine to eleven, right? Well, he only went nine to ten, and then Dugan and I went from ten to eleven. So if you're interested, I believe it'll be the same thing this Saturday. Wow! wow. I'm interested. That's better than college game day. That's right. Mm-hmm. Come on, Scoots game day. Uh, but nice compliment from that texture. Yeah, great compliment for sure. TJ, other than the Olympics, I don't think the pros care about the World Basketball Tournaments. I watched a ton of pro. I have NBA League Pass. Time to play college players. NBA guys are risking 30 and $40 million a year to play in these tournaments. I understand all that, but then make the incentives good enough. USA Basketball should have enough resources to make it worth their while if just not representing their country is good enough anymore. But that's not to say the team we sent over there was good enough to win. Like, I, I, I wish they would have gotten a better center. The It's really kind of slim pickings with American true fives in the in the game of basketball right now, which is kind of wild to think about. But I think that they maybe should have gotten a better five. But besides that, they had a good enough team to win, even, even with the, the fives that they had. So I'm strictly blaming coaching. And you may say, like, well, what specifically was it? I don't know. Don't let Germany and Canada drop 110 points on you like it's nothing. So make adjustments. I would think that these Hall of Fame NBA coaches would be able to figure it out with the more talented teams. They have the more talented teams, too, and they're still losing, making no adjustments along the way, kind of getting embarrassed along the way. So I would just strike it up to they probably weren't as motivated or didn't care as much as their opposition. And the, the Germany team, I, I tweeted this out. I, people, I think people thought I was joking or it wasn't like a true tweet. It, it doesn't mean much, but the Germany team that beat the United States had the exact same head coach that John Calipari in UK beat in the summer. They have like a they have a permanent coach and he coaches multiple levels of German basketball. Basically, right. you've got a competition going on that's not overlapping. He wants to coach it because these are going to be your future players, Roush, and there's no better way to know about potential future players than getting to play him. So John Calipari just coached you know, circles around this dude at the Global Jams, and then with less NBA talent, this guy is out coaching Steve Kerr and making Dennis Schroeder look like Michael Jordan? No, that just shouldn't be the case. So, um, Texter, I'm not necessarily even disagreeing with you. I just wanted another USA basketball rant. Absolutely embarrassing performance. But you're right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares but me. Uh, no one wants to work for Cal. It's certainly an inst- interesting takeaway from this. Hey, we had one Texter text that in. Yeah, it's a wild takeaway. Didn't the video coordinator leave as part of the staff shakeup? If, if you every move through the fa- frame of chaos, then everything looks chaotic. Yeah. That that's kind of my thing is it's just like things are starting to stack starting to stack up and I don't like the the lack of um, continuity the lack of alignment between the administration the coaches the head coach the players just a little 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 off kilter there um, Remember, which or go ahead oh, sorry you got it you got it. 
Wonder why offensive pace became such a large talking point on social media. Interesting. Hmm. Hate to be this guy, but a lot of negative and assumptions are about the basketball program while a lot of excuses are being made for a for poor football performance. Oh, it's a for those dorks that are like pro one or the other. Oh yeah, people love to just like that. I'm prime suspect for this, but it's like, man, I spend bad UK basketball wins just as hard as I spend bad UK football wins. Um, yeah, I just I think I, that's what the texts are saying is that there's people that don't though. You know, when the basketball team, there's not a spin. Yeah, you know, I think I think he's texting this to me. Oh, like I I think he's directly saying like. He's over here being Mr. Negative because I am one of the few that's not just like spinning Bosner's leaving. It's like, it's not a, like, I, I'm, I'm one of the few who's like, I don't know about all this. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's he's mentioning me, singling me out. And, you know, it's fine, but it's not. God, I'm spinning basketball, football. If they play a tight game and win, I'm going to I'm gonna fight against uh, the, the negativity for the most part. But, um just I, I just I don't hear a lot behind the scenes basketball stuff I do it just it it frustrates me it frustrates me because I, I don't know it's one of those things that like if if football has any problem behind the scenes it's usually like here's the problem we're gonna tell it to you so you can get it out and then we'll put pressure on people to make it happen um you get that some in basketball but I just I, I don't feel like it's coming from the top down that's the part that frustrates me. Roush is entitled to his opinions, folks. Yeah. A texter says, not sure if it was brought up during today's KRC, but a fun bet would be which is more. U of all basketball wins this season or Trevor's ACT score. Oh, I man. I would take Trevor's ACT score, and I think it's under 15. So that should go to show what I think of the U of all basketball. Team oh, I'm, I'm the opposite, TJ. I would take Louisville's win total. What what do you think U of L's win total is going to be? Um, eight or nine. Eight or nine. <laughs> Trevor's not getting below an eight or nine. See, I don't even know if that's possible. Here's the thing: I don't really know how the ACT scoring works because I only took the SAT. But whatever the lowest score possible, I think that's what Trevor gets. I mean, I think you can get a zero theoretically, but I would take you. Trevor's score will be higher than U of L wins. I feel you want to make that bet, Scoots. Nah, better not. Oh, <laughs> boom! If if I had more in depth knowledge of the ACT, I might entertain it. But not knowing how that all works, I, I better stay away from that. I never understood the the obsession with moving lightning fast on offense. I'm good with a slower pace of play to let the defense catch their breath. Our defense is solid, so I want to keep them from getting gas as long as as it can be avoided. Yeah, I I don't really have a major issue with the pace. Um, I, again, I think when they show a sense of urgency, they've done that and it's looked solid. I, I don't have a major issue with that, Roush. I know we could. And, well, and that that's we did. But uh, the other point that they are making is that like all those teams that go really fast, how good are their defenses? Um, Kentucky's defense is good. Yeah, the texture says. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I can't stand that the Cats wear specific uniform combos for playing cupcake teams. You don't see successful programs do that. It seems like they're <laughs> just trying to go to the game, treating it like it's an easy win, and it's not mm. important to get up for. Over the last three years, wearing that combo, we played close to UT Chattanooga. We lost to Vandy, played close to EKU. 
I love that the uniform combination directly correlates to performance. I like, think their message is, I think there may be merit with that message that like when you have a designated jersey for crappy games, you don't expect the players to maybe play a little crappy. I mean, but like how much you can only wear so many combinations. Like is but, it, but they're not wearing, they're not going all black against EKU. You know, no. they're, not, they're not doing the Chrome domes against like, Chattanooga. But they wear they wore the chrome domes only once last year. They wore the black helmets once. It, yeah. Like, do we just want them to wear all blue? Like, if they wore all blue, would that make them play better than wearing blue jerseys with white helmets and white pants? I think that the, there's merit to the message that if you've got a designated crappy jersey set, that maybe you're kind of telling the players that you can play crappy this game. I oh, I say you go all out. Just, like we do. We do what U of L did for Murray State. Let's do a blue out next year for our FCS opponent, whoever it may be. Let's blue out Youngstown State. Let's wear the Chrome Domes. Let's bring in, uh, let's bring in all the celebrities, really. But um, whoever sings Grocery Party, man, I just, uh, I just don't care about uniforms at all. And Waka it's like, Waka. I just, I just don't understand. You don't get what his sentiment is. That what I'm what I'm saying. That like crappy jerseys for crappy opponents may tell the players even subconsciously that like you don't need to try as hard today. I mean, they're new uniforms. They're brand new. I know, but it's just when you have a like a designated. And really, yeah. what I would disagree with the texter is he's right that that is not like a good combination that we wear. But normally, the crappy combo is blue helmets, blue jerseys, white pants. Right, exactly. Like I, I, I love the uniform Saturday because that's what we grew up watching was that uniform combination. I love that uniform combo too. I was amazed by it. I do think that there could be something to that, like that you do just kind of have a set for bad opponents. You get a little sexier for like the SEC games, and then for the big ones, you kind of go all out or do something special for. But UK is not the only team in the world that does that. Uh, it's a good text though. A texture says, I hope Kentucky doesn't turn the ball over, but kind of hoping we get to see the turnover tire in action on Saturday. Yeah, I've never been more conflicted with UK turning the ball Yeah. Over. It's like, all right, if you're going to turn it over, do like a fourth down arm punt. Arm something. punt, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just got to yeah. – like, I, I think the crowd at Kroger Field needs to celebrate the turnover tire. It'll be the only time that, like, the place kind of gets a little lit after a UK turnover. <laughs> I'm in on the turnover tire. It needs to be embraced and celebrated. Mm. A texture says, DraftKings Parlay was a theme to recognize the day. I can't imagine the name drew that many more bets. It might be a sucker, but I can't imagine it was a marketing scheme. But something had to win the uproar of the day. Yeah, we, I don't, we don't mean to like make it. We don't care. Like, you know, yeah. kind of a and also, DraftKings, we were more just giving Scoots a hard time for not seeing like at least any sort of issue with it, which I think right, right. does. And he's entitled to his opinion and not caring. You're entitled to your opinion not caring. We didn't we didn't think like anybody it, fired over it. It was just kind of a silly thing to do. Yeah, it was, and there wasn't that much online uproar. There was just like a, a lot of like, can you believe DraftKings did this? Exactly. That, that that was most of it. Yeah. Uh, Shannon O'Bannon wants Big Free Big Z to be free. Uh, you, she was tweeting the UK admissions transfer tweet that was out there. Oh yeah, man, they're getting roasted O'Bannon. online. Yeah. Um, all right, we didn't do a great job on the text line. We will, we will tomorrow, though. We will definitely catch up. That's a TJ promise. We'll catch up on the text line tomorrow. Everybody have a great Wednesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Big Call. Radio. Roush, Justin Kalins. We'll see you on Thursday. Man, I'm tired of singing. 